she was not strong. She did not fight. Her eyelids fell, her mouth went white, nor did she reach a hand to him. But dizzy, feeling her world grow dim, she leaned to the door jamb for a space and watched his eyes with frightened face. Chaos of pain. Within her heart she felt the green earth pulled apart, pulled apart and sinking down with terrible winds about her blown, winds as heavy and cold as snow. He might come back. He did not know. He must get out and live a time, yes, live. By God, it was a crime for one as young still as himself to be forever put on a shelf, because being fooled by love, he wed. Heavens, he might as well be dead. During the pause, he looked away. He did not know what she might say. What single tone, what single word, what magic sentence, long unheard, which might as swift as lightning fire into his heart, strike new desire. Love born of pity, love reborn out of an old love bruised and torn. But heavy seconds dropped away, and still she had no word to say. The clock ticked loud, their two hearts beat. And when they dared to let eyes meet at last, her hand groped at her throat, and shrunk and frozen and remote the hurt soul looked up through her eyes. He felt warm tears, unwished for, rise, his heart filled with them, and he yearned to unsay all, yet coldly turned, seeing it all impossible. Oh, so impossible to tell, and took his hat up, nearly blind, stepped out and closed the door behind. He had but poorly acted wrath, and as he firmly trod the path, thinking he did not give a damn, trying to laugh, yet through his sham, the memory of her face recurred terribly white to him. He heard through his first blurtings her caught breath, a sharp sound, broken, as of death, and saw the anguished fingers tighten about her other hand and whiten. Pity! He would not have the thing. The moon was up and this was spring, the elm tree leaves were silvered blue, the moving moonlight checkered through, and here the sleepy brook went down under the dark bridge to the town. It all seemed hideous and bizarre. How paltry beside yonder star! What mattered this when life was done, when earth was frozen, spent the sun? Well, it was over now. At last, what he had pondered six months past. And had it shocked her? He thought not. She had foreseen. T'was soon forgot. Soft as snow the moonlight lay upon the roofs along the way, shaking upon these lilac trees which trembled all day long with bees, and through the hushed and moonlit street lonely he went with echoing feet, past the houses grey in sleep, and past the steeple dreaming deep. Strange, but these familiar things put a troubling, 
as of wings into his heart. He laughed and scoffed and scorned himself for being soft. He crossed the brook. This water came past their house, the very same. What was she doing alone there now? Thank God she had not made a row. Thank God it was all done and past. Why did his damned heart beat so fast? Had he done foolishly or wrong? Madness! Life was at best a song. Had you but hardihood to sing? Pity? He would not have the thing. Yet, all night long upon the train came stabs of ever-recurring pain. Peeling of bells and roaring steam commingled in tumultuous dream. A dream in which a bow he broke suddenly with his wife's voice spoke, rebuked him that he broke her twice. Her hand in his was cold as ice.